and my name is Nigel Booth, the Reality Coach, and welcome to the Reality Check. If you're just queuing into this for the first time, we actually start to discuss about the way that we think and the way that we feel and how that has an impact upon the way that we do things. And of course, in the captain's seat, we've got the captain. Good afternoon, Sue. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm very well. Thank you, Nigel. You had a good week? Uh, yeah, I've had a great week, actually. A lot has happened since we last sat here. And uh, what have I been up to? I'll tell you, this is. I went to Hemel Hempstead for the first time, which okay. isn't that exciting. But they've got this roundabout called the Magic Roundabout. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's five mini roundabouts in a circle making up one big roundabout and wow. you go around it kind of both ways and like <laughs> yeah it was i just i hadn't prepared for it at all i was like what is that What's i saw it on the on sign here? and then it was stressful yeah but wow. uh yeah so i mean don't know if you're bored get down to hemel hempstead get you want to go see hemel a hempstead. weird roundabout and i you know i grew up in milton Keynes, the world of roundabouts or land of the roundabouts and, so. and you've never seen anything like this never before? seen anything like it in, yeah, in all my uh, history of seeing roundabouts so yeah well excellent that's well a, that's I, about it. I have had an, an incredible week, an incredible week. Uh, and, and as you know, and I think we've shared before, I'm, I'm working with some people at the moment that are looking to move into different industries that, that, that you know necessarily they haven't been into before or they've come out and they want to go back into. And today, um, you know, what we've got is we've got the pleasure of having somebody in the studio that when I very first heard him play his mouth organ and, and, he, and he sang his blues, if you'd have closed your eyes, seriously, you've got in your head somebody from the, 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 the porch of a little shack in Louisiana mm. that's been there for the last 40 years just playing and singing the blues. It blew me away. It really, yeah. really did. Wow. And also in the studio today, uh, we've got somebody else that is, is from the, the film industry. And I want to welcome Nick. And he's, he's, he's not really got anything to, to sort of shout into at the moment. But welcome mm. to the show, Nick. And, <laughs> and what Nick is doing is also he's filming. And he's going to start to document this whole adventure that, that Lawrence is on. Mm. So welcome to the show, Lawrence Johnson. How are you? I'm actually very well, my friend. I'm actually feeling pretty damn good. Absolutely really amazing. Am. Now, yeah, today you're going to share some stuff with our listeners about not just your blues and how you play them, but you're going to share a little bit about your life, some of the ups and downs. And most importantly, you've just started to work with a, with a company here in Northampton called Restart, and you're going to share with the listeners what the difference that has made to you. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, that is good. That's correct. Excellent. So, first and foremost... You play the blues. I do. Now, for a lot of people, you know, we all hear about the, the blues gets played when we are, we are down and the stories are always down. Where do you take the blues from? The blues for me began in around 1983 when a good friend of mine uh, played a song by Sonny Boy Williamson mm -hmm. called Fattening Frogs for Snakes. Now, up until that point, I'd never even heard of blues music because I was in the rock and roll and rock. Right. So what happened was, was um, I'd heard this track and I had shivers go through me. I really had just a shiver go right through me. And for me, that was like a spiritual inspiration for me okay. as a music and a friend of mine, and I'm going to mention his name, Simon Rogers Williamson, if you're still alive, I thank you very much, my friend. <laughs> he one day handed me a harmonica and said, learn to play that. Now, 
for me, the blues with the harp ain't been easy because I used to hate the instruments at one time. Right. Yeah, I did. Because I, I, sometimes our egos can get in the way. I thought, why can't I be a bass player? Why can't I be a drummer? Why can't mm. I be a guitarist? And look what I've been given. This? This is Revolution Radio, the reality check. And in the studio with us today, we have got Silver Fox Lawrence, who is a blues player of 40 years and is just embarking on yet again another adventure. Just before the break there, Lawrence, we were talking about, um, you know, how when you very first started playing blues and you were given a mouth organ and you had that, and I think you said like that ego that said, I wanted to play the bass or I wanted to play the drums. I wanted to play. So how did playing the mouth organ or the harp how did that impact on you initially when you basically started to play it? When I, when I first started to play, it was at the infamous sort of jam sessions at the Black Lion in, in um, Giles' Street. And a great friend of mine makes me laugh because he'll still say to this day that Fred Chase, who sadly has passed away now, and he was a good mentor of mine, really, he would say, Lol, you'd hear the band and you'd hear a harmonica but you wouldn't see anybody. And all of a sudden, his head would pop out and hit back again. And they were the early days. But I realised then that these instruments, it took me a long time to really, really appreciate and understand this, but these instruments have an amazing effect on people. Mm. You know, it's four and a half inches up. You know, this will hold itself amongst any, any other instrument for power, dynamics... And emotional expression. Because the blues is looked at wrongly. I think the blues is looked at very, very wrongly. The blues isn't all about sadness, pain and sorrow. It's a medicine. Because okay. without that music, when you've got your troubles, you've got your problems in life. The blues was there as an uplift. Yeah, yeah. You know, if I can sing through them or play through them and get my problems out uh, through my music then that's better than uh, going out and doing other ways of dealing with your problems. You Absolutely. Know? So, yeah, you know. The, and the wonderful thing is for me personally is seeing now that young people are starting to rediscover this music that is so essential to everything that you hear in the modern day. Because if you take this away... You would have took the blueprint of everything that you hear today. From a musical point of view. I think mm. so, personally. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think, yeah. personally. I, th I, think, yeah, I think you're about right with that, Lauren. Because so, I think it is one of those musical instruments that, that, that a lot of kids get when they're young. <clears throat> you get a mouth organ, don't you? You know, And you get a little plastic one or even get one that, you know, like yours, which are professional. And everybody just plays along with it. It isn't easy. It really isn't easy. And we're going to be listening to you in a short while about playing some stuff. But how long did it take you to get to the point of where you are now? Um, 40 years of pain. Wow. <laughs> wow. No, no, no. I'm, I'm joking. Yeah, I've had my blues. I'm not going to say I've had my blues because, you know, we, we all have an ego to deal with. And sometimes it's easy to fall into that mindset where you do think, why but i've done busking in this town since 1987 on and off wow. 
And when it's going well and you look around you and the amount of different people that it actually touches. Mm. It doesn't matter what your nationality is. It doesn't matter what your age is. Even down the little kids down to our old people, they can relate. There's something very special about this instrument. One that the blues as well, three chords, a very, very powerful universal number, three and seven. And then with the blues, I'm there using the minor sevenths and major sevenths and the flat sevenths. So, yeah, it's, it's very special. It's very special thing. It, it, it really is special. And it's like, glad well, I know that you come from a family, mm. that your whole family play musical instruments. And even at your yeah. wedding, you didn't have any anything other than you got all your family no, up and, family, and they friends, just played. Guests and played. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Yeah. And, 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 and to me, that's normal. But I know to other people, it's perhaps not. Yeah. Yeah. Today, we're speaking to Lowell Silver Fox Johnson. Sorry. Got, got it right. Got, got it right. right. Yeah, that's the one. And, uh, yeah, look, I'm just listening to you um, talking about um, sad music in the last segment. It really hit with me because it's something I've always thought about. And, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I only listen to happy music or like, yeah, I'm a big yeah. fan of like Radiohead and bands like that. And people say, oh, it's all depressing and miserable. And and, and I, I had counter that I don't, I find that's the music that evo- evo- evokes the emotions in you. It gets the goosebumps on your arm. It gets... You feel it, you know, and and happy music's great for you know happy go, but it it doesn't have that same depth to it, I suppose. I would say. Um, I think you're right, actually. Yeah, I think you're right. What, what, what do you think? Well, last night when I was watching a reaction video, which is great because you're getting young people on YouTube who are doing reactions to Muddy Waters, Ezra mm. James, Howling Wolf, Lightning Hopkins, these greats that will they're legends. And there was two young people, and they'd done, um, they played I'd Rather Go Blind. Now, Essa James done the best version, no, without a doubt. But Beth Hart with Joe Bonamassa, you, you watch that on you. And this girl, she was in tears nearby. Mm. Now, I remember doing a gig um, in 1991. I had to put a scratch band together down at the Brewer's Arms. And basically, um, I done a slow blues number, and at the end of the night, whenever you know, all the festivities were over, and etc., the landlord come up to me and he says, jokingly, he said, Lowell, he says, you made two people leave earlier. I said, why? He said, that was slow blues, man. He said, they were in tears and they left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. the thing is, I don't care what any ethnic or colour or who you are, one of us ain't going to feel pain on this journey. Mm-hmm. Every everybody is going to suffer the blues, but it don't make the blues bad, because the whole idea—if I can pick that up and get them reeds working—I can put. This has got to be one of the most emotive instruments out, mm-hmm. and it's only one or two instruments in the world that you're not going to be able to see to play, yeah. because I can't see what I'm playing, yeah, and the other true. one is uh, a mouth harp or something. Mm-hmm. So, and. Also, the American Federation of Musicians did not recognise this as a legitimate musical instrument. It weren't until people like Little Walter came out after chess recordings, like with Duke, went straight to number one, and they thought, ah. So what I don't like, and I'm going to be frank about this, I don't like the bigamy to the blues, because there is still a bigamy to it, Mm. you know? 
Well, what we're going to do, because we are going to definitely listen to you, but the one thing that I wanted to say to you is that because something very recent has changed for you. For me, what has changed was that, you know, going on to a Restart 22 programme, which I was advised to do by my work coach, and I was looking forward to this because when I actually read the paraphernalia that came with this, I thought, well, this may be exciting because they may be able to help me go where I need to go. Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. if you put creative people and force them into a job, whether it be part-time or full-time, that they don't want to do, when I tell you my big thing in life has always been frustration with these. You know, because I'm not going to say I want to be the top blues man of the world. Man, it's a big blues journey out there. Mm. But I'm thinking, why should I have to go and do part-time menial jobs that are basically demoralised into my spirit, my soul, and me? When, if Restart 22, which now have an amazing initiative by the thanks of an amazing gentleman called Nigel Booth, <laughs> who I am so grateful to the great universe for coming into my journey, that has this wonderful initiative to say, hang on, why can't we create a creative hub in Restart 22 for creative people? Because there's a multi-billion pound damn industry out there, man. There's a lot of people making yeah, a lot of books. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, I, you know, what I can okay. say to you is that that's exactly what we do. Restart is that we're really trying to bring passion back into people's lives. We are here with uh, Lol Silver Fox Johnson, and he's talking not just about his blues, his journey into blues. He's also talking about the difference. He's actually joined a, a, an organization called Restart here in the U in Northampton. And it's to it restart is to enable people to be getting back into their passion, into work, and, and being able to become meaningful within life. What's the difference that it's done for you? For me, it's got me. It's got me motivated. And it's got my passion back for what I think I was slowly losing, mm -hmm. and I didn't want to lose. And also. For me, I go on a restart program. Now, if I'd have gone on restart, the original restart, when it was many years ago, I wouldn't have been able to walk into an office, meet this crazy dude who brings in a guitar and says, right, come on, let's play. And now people from the offices standing there with mobile phones and um, actually enjoying what was being done. Because that's what happened, isn't it? Yes, that is exactly what happened. Because, yeah. we, because we hadn't met at that we point. We never met. We, we had just, an hour's talk beforehand yep. on the phone a week prior. Yeah, and then you turned up with, with, with your mouth organ, I turned up with my guitar, mm. and then we entertained the whole office. Exactly, yeah. That's and amazing. Uh, it, it was truly, yeah, truly I can, amazing. I can imagine what that would be like, and you that's know, amazing. And yeah. We'd never played before, no. and because the, the passion of it is, you know, and the intent of it is, mm. is that you were right in what you were saying earlier on, you know, it, it's and it, this is not saying that somebody shouldn't go and work in a warehouse, shouldn't go, shouldn't go no. and do whatever it is they're going to do. But when we've got somebody with passion, mm. then what we want to do with that passion is to make sure that we can guide it into the right directions. Mm. Mm. You know, so I'm going to ask you if that's okay. Um, if we can just have hear a little bit of, of, of your blues, if that's okay. If you okay. want to hear a bit wow. of wailing, then yeah. we can do a bit of wailing. Okay, yeah. let's yeah. go for it. Okay, sir. Yes, okay.
Wow. Excellent. Wow. There that you was go. amazing. And we, we are going to do a lot more with you, you know, because what we really want to do is start to be looking at getting you out there. We know you've got the backing tracks. Your voice, again, is 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 something that is quite incredible that you wouldn't really... Yeah, if you want a little bit of vocal with that, you're welcome. Okay. Uh, how, how long do you do got? the vocal at the same time? Okay. Easy with the okay, we definitely need to hear this right. Yeah, okay. we've got about another... Yeah, we've got a couple of minutes. Co- we've got okay. time. We've got okay. time. We're going to try a little track called walking blues and it's a very famous song because ain't nobody ain't got the walking blues if you're going to be working in a warehouse that you don't like to do and you work in there and you walk in there five six days a week and you're being paid the minimum wage that's a walking blues <laughs> okay <laughs> well I this morning Yeah, I looked around For my shoes Yeah, somebody told me he got them blues yeah I got them walking blues baby All right, there wow. we go with the walking blues. Joining our studio today uh, is Lol the Silver Fox Johnson, who is an amazing blues player, and we've just been listening to him. You started Restart, and that has given you this little bit of an injection into sort of lots and lots of things. What has been the biggest difference for you in regards to the way that you think and feel right now? It's given me back my hope and my belief in what I do because, I mean, I went down with depression through life. You know, the thing is, people have, I think people have a notion that blues men and blues women don't suffer from depression and, and the other ailments of life, and we do, you know, mm-hmm. we do suffer. And for me, meeting, like I say, this wonderful guy who brought his guitar in, Mr. Nigel Booth, <laughs> and uh, for me, that small half hour and also i know that through nigel's conversation with myself that his management or his manager they enjoyed so across the board there was this amazing feedback Mm. and yes it's something new but hey ho why should it all follow a certain status quo pattern? Mm. Because people at the top think, no, it's, we can't come out the square box. Mm. You've got to come out the square box. Absolutely. And yeah. that's what we're really trying to do. And this is what I think with Restart, especially yep. with what you have in your mind and what you have liked to create mm-hmm. and establish and hopefully come into fruition with the help of people like myself, people like Nick, yeah. other creative people. Who can, yeah. Because... How many creative people out there have lost any hope of their dream? Why should society 
dictate that you should have your dream snatched away from you. Yeah. Because you should do this. Yeah, I've done cleaning jobs. I've done loads of jobs. I was an ex-slaughterman. Mm. But man, I don't want to do that. No, and you get you get the most from people, don't you? When you kind of play to their strengths, I mean, it's obvious. Yeah, it's it, what people are Absolutely. naturally passionate about and want to mm. do anyway mm. is the thing that you you should be encouraging them. Definitely. The worst thing you can do is go, "What do you like doing? Something creative? Oh, okay, let's give you something really like process driven and analytical that isn't mm. creative because they're just gonna they're just not gonna work. No, not at all. It's it's one of the biggest one of the biggest issues that that, that we have at Restart mm. is is the preset ideas about what it is that we do yeah. so when somebody comes in as a participant uh, a lot of their mindset is that I've done this before they've had bad experiences from other organizations mm. and what we're trying to do here is we are trying to be the difference and we're trying to connect into people's passion and purpose and with just a little bit of encouragement you know um, we can get people like lol like nick mm. that have got real specialist interest and have got real sets of skills that like we can't afford just to let go yeah and just with that little bit of encouragement and togetherness it's actually quite incredible about what it is that we can do mm. and like i say today uh, you know um we've, we've got nick here filming who has filmed so many different things is an expert in not just filming but editing and getting it out there we've got lol that is here is uh, and again i just want to say an amazing yes, that, amazing voice amazing. and an amazing heart player and that is the whole thing for you know for here at jobs 22 and with the restart program that's what it's about. Well, one last question for you. So there, there are lots and lots of people that, that we've got here in Northampton that are, are being referred over to Restart. What would you say to them about coming on board? Well, I would say, you know, don't look at it as that, oh, they're going to get me into a job that I don't want to do, bar, 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 bar. I think if people have just come to Restart 22, Get the right coach because, you know, I mean, to you, Nigel, obviously, we've teamed up, mm -hmm. brilliant, with Nick. But also, I'd love to give a special thanks to Mel. Of course. Who, if not through her, we would not have been able Absolutely. to meet. So I would say, if you are creative and that you need to get some work or hopefully get passionate again, hit Restart 22. Excellent. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Great. Right. That's all we've got time for, folks. I just want to give a quick mention to uh, if you find yourself at a loose end in Milton Keynes on Saturday and you want to come and watch some live music, Downs Barn, the Blacksmith's Arms in Downs Barn, uh, my family band will be playing there. Wow. Uh, six piece band, rock covers. It's going to be amazing. Come down and have a Get beer. Get yourself down see and let's you there, see some real great music. Yeah. Other than that, that's uh, bye from us here at the Reality Check. And we'll, we'll see you next week. See you next week.